Hey everybody, welcome to the Power Hour of Love. I'm Charbo and this is... El Bandito. How's it going tonight, El Bandito? Oh, I'm doing great, senor. You know, just always having a good time, ready to do some fun stuff, ready to get in touch with all you beautiful people out there. Had an interesting and super fun weekend. I know everyone was expecting the Power Hour of Hate to come out today, but no, that was our little April Fool's prank on everybody that Senor Boyle pulled on me because I got the notification <laughs> like... Oh, really? I didn't realize we were doing that. <laughs> Maybe he hates me on the show. I don't know. <laughs> hey, man. Well, you know, everybody's entitled to a good April Fool's joke. And <laughs> if you guys saw any good ones uh, yesterday, be sure to share them in the comments. Let us know. Let us know if you loved our whole joke about the power hour of hate. <laughs> I have to say, all the all the social media stuff we put out there, and that got a ton of responses and likes, so I'm like, maybe we'll just hate on stuff. That's what you people really want. <laughs> well, definitely people did play along, and it seemed like they were posting up some really wild and funny uh, 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 photos and stuff like that. So yeah, thank some gifts and stuff out there were pretty hot, man. It but... was really cool. We also hope everyone who did celebrate had a nice Easter yesterday. I know we both were saying earlier how much we had a great time partying up with our families and, and having fun. Absolutely, but we're going to get right back into the love tonight, man, because we're here at the Power Hour of Love to talk about things that we love, man. We're all sorts of nerdy and pop culture type icons and stuff like this. And one of the things that we absolutely really like and that doesn't get enough credit out there, man, is freaking sports entertainment, the pro wrestling, man. That is some great stuff. We're repping the Lucha World Order. We got some mankind, some Cactus Jack, some dude love love going out there in the world today. Bang, bang. So <laughs> we figured we'd take tonight in preparation for WrestleMania 34 coming up this weekend to talk about our predictions, to discuss some of the cool-ass upcoming matches and like recent events in the WWE universe, man, and all the exciting stuff that's going around with that. We've also... Going to be wrapping up our March Madness, man. Ooh, our finalist yeah. is in. Our winner, everything came down to the Green Arrow and Jessica Jones duking it out online. So we're going to let you guys know who the winner of that is. And we've also got some awesome little podunk news sprinkled in here and there. We've got a cool story about a 15-year-old kid who tricked his way into a free cruise. Find out how he did it coming up in the podunk news a little later. Oh, yeah, man. You know, we always talk about the 
greatest events that are coming around the corner too, man. So that's great. But like we said, WrestleMania is right around the corner. And we get it. You know, some people, you know, they'll periodically watch wrestling. Yeah. You know, they don't watch it all year. But man, you know, WrestleMania is like, you know, the Super Bowl of wrestling. It, so It is. So yes. even if you're not a, a an avid fan, you know, maybe what you see tonight will get you interested enough to want to go and check it out. Absolutely, because if there's one event out of the entire year that you should check out, it's WrestleMania. If it's the only pro wrestling thing you get to do, man, it's worth seeing because they've usually got the best matches, the best lineups. They've got the kind of WWE pro wrestling legends usually show up for these events. They also have the whole Hall of Fame inductee things like the day before and all. So it's really a super exciting event, man, and we're happy to talk about it and tell you guys a little bit about it tonight. But like we said, first up, we're going to hit up our results for our March Madness. What do you think of that? Oh, let's do it, man. I am am so excited to tell everybody who was the (laughs) champion. All right, let's check it out. Love that intro. <laughs> Last time we get to see it, man. Oh, man, that's sad, right. That's sad, sad to see it go, sad, man. Sad. <laughs> Absolutely, man. But yes, but super excited to see who won, won, won. We've been talking <laughs> about this for the last three or four weeks now. Yeah. And, man, you guys have done a great job voting. Thank you, everyone, who went out there and you know voted each week in the polls. We're so glad you guys dug it. Uh, everyone seemed to have a lot of fun with it. So, yeah, we can't wait to tell you guys who won. Absolutely. And what's funny is that like even in the comments, we didn't get anybody being like, so and so's gonna win and all you other people suck, which we thought would totally happen. But <laughs> you know, our, our power hour fans, man, the lovers of the power hour of love, our power hour love, 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 lovers. <laughs> you know, we're gonna shoot you guys some love right now just because uh it was awesome. We love the response we got from it. We hope you guys had some fun. If you want us to do any other showdowns or anything like that, feel free to shoot us a comment, leave us a message on our page or what you think. Uh, because we had a blast with it. You guys had a blast with it. We'd love to do some more stuff. But our final round came down to the Green Arrow, the guy who started the the Arrowverse, man. Yep, yep. And Jessica beginning. Jones, kind of the baddest chick on the block over on Netflix, man. Oh, you know it, man. And what a showdown, too, man. I mean, we had some real heavy hitters in this whole tournament. Mm-hmm. But, man, they coming down to these two individuals, I think made it a nice, fair, and good match. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I think... I think right now I'd like everybody who's watching to post in the comments who they think won before we get to actually telling you. I want to see what everyone's thinking, man, because I was really surprised. Like the winner like got more than double the votes of the other person. And oh. I was like, wow, I thought this would really be kind of close. But I guess as it got down to the final round, man, the people who were really committed, the people that were really hardcore fans really, really came to support their uh, their. Their favorite. Their favorite. Yes. Thank yes. you. <laughs> oh, oh, we got uh, oh, we, we got Catherine D saying arrow, arrow. <laughs> We've got uh, James P saying arrow, or it's rigged. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Oh man. Well, we know you know we're, we're, you know we're fans of both shows. Yeah. You know, it yeah. definitely. And like I said, I think what was really cool is that in the final bout, you know, it it really was DC versus marvel yes. and like you know we didn't prep it to be that way i mean this could have been a marvel versus marvel or a dc versus dc showdown but it's so cool that it ended up like this so all right guys you ready we got the final drum roll 
Oh, Green yeah. Arrow, man. He took it down, bro. He got nine votes to only four that Jessica Jones got, man. Man, so I'm oh, like, man. Oh, I'm hurt. I voted for Jessica. I, I can't <laughs> help it. If there's a sexy woman's involved, I'm all over it, bro. Well, like we were saying, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that Jessica could have used against yeah. Oliver Queen, such as. You know, he still has a secret identity, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, he's got his family members. Yep. So, I mean, while Oliver may have came out on top, who knows what it cost him in the battle? <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. And there's so many different facets. Like we said, we left it up to anybody to decide what parameters they wanted to use to cast their vote but just there's so many different ways you can look at it from production standpoint to visuals to you know uh, how much alike is it to the original comics and you know just different elements like that and uh, i think there's back and forth for each character you know to say that yeah maybe some things are better done in one show and some things are better done in the others but also it comes down to such a personal taste thing oh where sure some people really like the nitty-gritty of like the dark knight and other people love the 1970 superman films absolutely you know, you know so, like i said we left it up to you guys to choose just who your favorite was i mean even if it was something as crazy as like a god versus just a mere human <laughs> but yep. i really like the way that this one turned out i mean oliver's yeah. got his martial arts and arrow skills you know, Jessica definitely has that strength, but mm -hmm. she could still be wounded. So yeah, yeah. definitely makes it uh, believable that Oliver could take, you know, could take this win. It, but yeah, it definitely seems like he's taken down some people of her caliber on his show. Oh, yeah. So that's that's definitely something to think about, man. But anyways, we had a lot of fun doing the March Madness with everybody. It's down wrapped up. We've got our 2018 champion, man. We'll see you guys next March for our next edition of March Madness where we're going to get even crazier, we're going to get even bigger, oh, yeah. and we may even have to have a showdown between you know, Charboa and El Bandito himself. Oh, man, and who knows? Maybe even Green Arrow will return <laughs> to defend his championship, but I think that sounds like a cool idea, El Bandito, so keep tuning in, guys, and uh, thanks again for, for all the votes. All right, but without any more further ado, let's get to some wrestling, man. Oh, what do you think? Oh, yeah, man. This match is scheduled for one fall. One fall? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, man. we, we, we got to show them some love for that. That's the, what, what is it, the AWE? Yes, yeah. Yeah, they do that one fall thing. I like that. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah every, and everybody's into it, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah, sometimes the live events are so much better than just watching them on TV yeah. because all the crowd interaction. It's it's almost like a whole different experience when you see something oh, live yeah. than when you watch it on TV. I mean, anyone who's seen football or baseball live knows that like you get to see a lot of different stuff when you watch it on TV at home, like different yep. angles, different shots, close-ups of a guy out in the outfield. And wrestling is very much the same way. Like maybe you don't see everything on camera that like you don't see everything in person that you would on camera but by the same token when you're at a live wrestling event there's a lot of stuff you see that doesn't make it onto tv also oh yeah so yeah it's got that sort of extra added advantage you know it el bandito man and like you said but you know unfortunately i know you and i won't be making it to new orleans to go check out wrestlemania but i'm sure we're going to be watching it man yeah. rooting for our favorites man so why don't we get into it man and tell people what they can expect you know it, dude. Well, do you want to go through the match countdown, or you want to tell people what it's like to be at a live WrestleMania? Because I know you've actually been to one. Yes, yes. Back in uh, uh, 2012, I was fortunate enough to attend WrestleMania 28, which took place in uh, uh, Miami. And, man, it was just – it was so cool, man, from all the vendors. Well, it's all WWE vendors, but just yeah. they had so many shirts all over the place. I went to the Hall of Fame. I went to the um, – they do like a convention that they call Access, 
and like yeah you go there and you can meet the wrestlers you can look at like they have a um an area where you can go look at all the old title belts that they nice. have on display so it's a real event like yeah. it's not just a one night thing and what i think is even cooler is that a lot of the other promotions, you know, like Ring of Honor and New Japan, mm-hmm. like they'll put on events in the same town yeah. so that they can kind of, you know, they know a lot of wrestling fans are going to be there. So yeah. why not, you know, taking a little bit of that green, you You're know, just bringing so, it to them. Exactly, <laughs> man. So, yeah, what a, what an awesome time. I would definitely go again. I know like two or three years later they did the one up in Orlando, but I mean, one thing I will say. The tickets are expensive. Yeah, like I was probably, I think I was in like row J, like okay. you know, so, so you that's can imagine close. That's we're close, yeah. but they were about five hundred bucks a ticket. Oh man, so yeah. it, it was <laughs> it was it was pretty pricey. But me and my dad yeah. went, and you know, it was one of those things that we said if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it good, get a good spot, and we got to see The Rock take on John Cena, oh, and it's a Miami. So yeah. who do you think won that? Oh one? yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so the, the the Rock took home the gold on that one with the uh, the thunderous applause of the Miami crowd. I'm sure. Oh, I have a feeling if The Rock would have lost, that crowd would have rioted. So. <laughs> To burn yeah. the stadium to the yeah. ground, right? <laughs> it was definitely a great match, and I know a little later we're going to talk about some favorite matches and stuff like that. And one of well, my favorite match comes from that event, you know. Oh, nice. So we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, why don't we start talking about what people can expect next Sunday night? All right. Well, they've got a pretty great lineup here, and I know we're starting off with Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryant, man, and his triumphant return to the oh, ring yeah. here. And he's going to be duking it out with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, man. What do you think of that match? Man, I got to tell you, like, I, I think it's really cool that, you know, um, he's coming back. You know, Daniel Bryant, you know, when he left, you know, we know Edge and a lot of these other wrestlers had to leave the sport early. Yeah. But, man, it's cool that he's getting back in there. You know, Shane McMahon always puts on a good show when he yeah. gets in there. I mean, a lot of people think they they think back in the day, you know, when Shane was like this little scrawny guy. I mean, this guy's got a pretty <laughs> awesome build now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's definitely got his dad's physique there. I, you know? I, I think you can't hang around wrestlers and athletes of this caliber and not be like, better hit the gym bro <laughs> you know oh man you know it man and, and I, like you said when you're when you grow up in that you know yeah. I mean, he's the boss's son you know i mean i know it always kind of leans that you know triple h and stephanie are gonna take over but <laughs> i'm sure you know shane's gonna have his hands in there but it's great yeah. that he gets in there he's just like his dad in that regard where mm-hmm. you know he's got to be in on the action yeah he'll know? get out there and take some bumps man and that's awesome but, you know, we can't discredit the other side. The next generation, you got Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, which these guys, like, they're very popular with the crowd. You know, I know Kevin Owens, like, you know, he came up through, like, the indie scene. And, look, like, at, look at this, dude. I think if I... If I did my hair different, I think I could pull off a Kevin Owens. I I know a few of the uh, Power Hour fans <laughs> have actually made that comment before that you know they, they even call you uh, KO Bandito every once in a while. <laughs> nice, okay, that's good to know. <laughs> but um, yeah, absolutely. If we're gonna talk about, uh, I think it's a cool return for Daniel Bryant because. Yeah. It doesn't put him in a singles match where he has to completely be the showcase. Yeah, yeah. I so mean, he's it, not getting, working himself to death out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude just got cleared. Let's yeah. not like like I, I saw someone being like, "This should be a cage match." And it was like, "Dude, are you crazy?" Just like, get him back out as soon as he's in. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I think it's really cool that he's coming back. That he's teaming with Shane. Yeah. And he's gonna take on. Now, let me ask you. 
Who do you think's going to win this one? Well, okay, you got to fill me in a little bit first. I have no idea who Sami Zayn is. Well, who is this cat? He, he him from? and him and Kevin Owens like throughout their indies career, they used mm-hmm. to fight each other all the time. So okay. they were like rivals, and they did that when they got to WWE. Okay. But slowly but surely, they were like, "Hey, wait a minute, we both don't care what like you know the the universe." You know, that's what they refer to their you know, collective, like, fan base in the WWE. It's a universe. It's not just our sure, fans. Sure. You know, they say, we don't care what they think. We're we're awesome wrestlers. So they start teaming, right? Okay. And they run around, and they, you know, collect belts and do stuff, you know. So they're, they're just this, you know, tag team that just goes around and really roughhouses everybody. I would say they're definitely the heels, you okay, know. Okay, So, uh, but yeah, Sami Zayn, you know, he's just, uh, he's, a, you know, he, he gets in there. He's a good uh, wrestler. You know, he's definitely. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. we haven't seen that guy in, like, at a major event before have we well, sure i mean he's been at like royal rumbles and stuff was, like was that. He at yeah. the rumble that we yeah had? yeah he, he was i don't remember what match he was in but i know he was there i'm like that pay-per-view yeah. fan guys i feel <laughs> bad i don't watch the week to week i just come by for the pay-per-views for free at, at senior bull's house you know i'm like i got pizza bro can't let me in but yeah either they're definitely younger guys versus yeah. i mean you know daniel bryant's not that old yeah, yeah, but yeah. You know, he's definitely. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Owens, I absolutely know. I mean, he's held all sorts of titles, had a battle thing with Chris Jericho for for a bit there, man. So I've seen him in a ton of stuff. Um, I think Daniel Bryan could take Kevin Owens. And I'm going to say that I think Shane McMahon can get over on Sami Zayn just because I don't know who he is. So name alone, he's he's gonna crush him under the weight of his name. (laughs) Now, just a quick other little thing as far as the storylines go. You've got, uh, you know, Shane, who is kind of like the, you know, the guy who kind of owns SmackDown or whatever. And then you had Daniel Bryant, who was like the general manager. Sure. So they've kind of like worked together in the past, like via Mm storyline. I'm almost wondering if this is going to be a little bit of a swerve. Like, I'm wondering if maybe Shane's going to turn on. Daniel Bryant and like kind of help them beat him down. Okay, and then like you know then it's going to be Daniel Bryant's like return. Yeah. to like hero. You know, like like I don't know if he's going to win this match, but mm-hmm. it might set up that whole next. Uh, well, let's let's take a look at it from that point of view to say uh, bring Daniel Bryant in the same way as you brought in injured and recovered Stone Cold Steve Austin to just fight kind of against Vince McMahon and never really have these long, intricate battles and bouts that, yep. say, uh, yep. a um, you know, heartbreak kid or something would do. Sure. Um, but he, he had all this fan appeal because he was fighting the boss kind of Exactly. Thing. You know, so there's a lot of story that you can tell there, and there's a lot of things of Shane McMahon having the ability to send kind of jobbers after yes. you know, Daniel Bryan over and yes. over again and him being able to easily dispatch them. So I think that storyline could super work, man. I, so you, you may be right. It may be the kind of thing where something happens. And like just thinking of it from the perspective of Shane McMahon and what we've seen him do, it almost seems like he's going to try to do something crazy Easy, sure. And sure. Daniel Bryan's going to try to stop him or something, and he's going to end up doing something super crazy, and it doesn't have the result that he wants, and that's why he hates Daniel Bryan. Like, he's going to jump off a Titantron, but still miss the guy and yeah. you know, hit Daniel Bryan instead or something crazy. I just don't see it being Daniel Bryan coming back and just being super successful. Maybe that's what's going to happen, yeah. but I think there's going to be a little swerve here that's going to push Daniel Bryan into his next like you know who knows the next year yeah. rivalry so yeah, that's my yeah. thing i think i, I th- think yeah i yeah. think that's great i think that's a great assumption man i'm gonna get behind that I, th- right. I think you're on point right there oh dude. yeah that's what it is the oh we did, we did the fireworks i like there that you go. the little trailing so what, uh, what, what what's the next match we're gonna talk about this is fun you guys be sure to let us know in the comments too who you think would win. yeah we'll tell you why you're wrong <laughs>
<laughs> hey, no, none of that hate, hate, hate. I, 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 know, I know it's the power hour of hate. Right? No, but these are guys you're watching every week, and I'm going to talk junk about them not knowing. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. All right, next up, dude. This is an awesome match to me. I freaking love this. I would have done anything to go and see this match, man. So I'm so glad it's already in WrestleMania. Hell but yeah. Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey are going up against Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, dude. Not just seeing Kurt Angle and Triple H wrestle would have been great. Oh, yeah. You know, but you throw two awesome chicks like this in there. And Stephanie's really got that same kind of Shane McMahon appeal of like, she's just the boss. You love yep. the hater kind of yep. a thing. I've never really seen her take like epic bumps like yeah. Shane does. <laughs> but we know that she gets out there and. and Take some bumps, man. Oh, absolutely. So it'll be great to see what Ronda Rousey can bring because you know she's going to go after Triple H. Oh, she's you know. She's not there to beat up yeah. Stephanie, you know what yep, I mean? Yep, yeah. Cause so. you, I mean, a few years ago, you know, she slammed them and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, you know, I, I just, I, I agree that I, I think that, you know, we're going to get to really see what, what Ronda has to offer yeah. in the ring. And, um, you know, like you said, having Kurt Angle in there, that's going to be a real treat. And then, like you said, yeah, Triple H, too, you know, he usually does his one or two matches a year. Yeah. So it's really cool that he's coming in to to pull this spot. It's just like I'd been hoping that since Kurt Angle got back, he'd wrestle. Yeah. You know, and now that I see that he's going to, and it's true – Oh, yes, it's true that he's going to actually wrestle. I'm so stoked. I loved this guy. I mean, I thought he was great when he was a heel the, or the when, when he was a face the first time he came out. And then they turned him into a heel because people hated him as a face. I liked him as a face. I just love this guy. I think he's great. He's a real Olympic champion, man. Uh, he's so cool. He's such a cool guy. Absolutely, man. And like you said, I mean, Triple H, he's like a 15-time world yeah. champion. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's like the, the, the almost legendary villain ever. Like, oh, absolutely. You know, like yeah. he's had a rivalry with like everyone, you know? <laughs> and th- no matter what, like anytime Stephanie comes out at WrestleMania, she looks like amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, she looks amazing pretty much all the time anyways. But but absolutely. So getting down to the nitty-gritty, man, who do you think is going to win this one? Who do we think is going to win? Dude. I don't think that has Triple H won a WrestleMania in like five years. He did beat Sting that one time. Oh, he beat Sting. Oh, I thought I thought he lost to Sting. No, I was too busy looking at the Terminator stuff to watch <laughs> the match. But um, I think I still think Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey are going to take it. I'm going to agree gonna. with that. I think you know they brought Ronda in to be like a powerhouse. Yeah. So I have a feeling that yeah they're going to try to push that as like are, her being unstoppable kind of for a while. Are they calling her Rowdy? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, the, I think they call her that in MMA though, right? Uh, I, I'm not sure. You know, yeah. like hey, obviously this has the Piper influence, you yes. know, and that's kind of the thing. But, but definitely, I know some of our, our our fans in the comments are a little more MMA orientated. Okay. So like you know they they might be able to fill us in on that. But yeah, she's definitely taking some inspirations from the Hot Rod Rowdy Piper <laughs> and getting out there and and yeah, gonna get, yeah, get rough I, stuff up. I mean, obviously with the shirt and stuff, she's yeah, just, she's just yeah. killing it. I dig it, man. So. But I agree. I think I think uh, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey will take home the win. Yeah. On this one. Now there's some speculation that this may be Triple H's final match. That I had heard that as well, man. He's yeah. getting up there. I think he's just about pushing fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I um, mean, he looks phenomenal, though. I mean, come sure. On. I mean, even if he only wrestled once a year, he's probably yeah. going to do it at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. This if it isn't his final match, it's probably going to be one of oh and imagine well, if like ronda injures him like yeah. in the storyline <laughs> and like that's why he can't wrestle no more what a great angle well no be. i was gonna say though does this actually being his final match does it affect whether or not you think 
he'll win or lose. I think if it is his final match, I think he he would do the classic wrestler thing and, and put put over the the younger talent because yeah. this is really I mean as much as it's cool to have Kurt Angle in here, this is really Ronda Rousey's yeah. like yeah. pathway. So what better you know for her to retire Triple H? Yeah, if she and, pinned Triple H, oh, you think man. she could pin Triple H? I, she might, man. She'll get him <laughs> in that arm block, man. Yeah, and he'll t- make him tap uh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that'd be thing. that'd be pretty awesome, man. That would be pretty awesome. I think I'm gonna put that as what I think the finish of the match is gonna oh, be. Oh, you then. think he's gonna he's S- since Triple we got H? there? Because you're right. I think Triple H would never put someone over like that. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. think the you know. Yeah. I think Paul would. You know, oh, absolutely. Course, you know? yeah, absolutely. Oh, we do but, have confirmation here in the comments that she did go by Rowdy okay. in the MMA as well. So that's following yeah. her into her wrestling. Okay. Uh, well, that's our prediction. Armbar into a tap out on Triple H. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Kurt Angle's having milk and cookies with Stephanie. <laughs> there you go. While it happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. What's next, man? This is exciting. I'm having fun. All right. Coming up next, we've got The Miz versus Finn Balor versus seth rollins man all right man you know i mean it's really wild in this match to think that the miz is like the veteran yes (laughs) yes that's pretty funny but also i think he's the biggest of the three guys right pretty much man now these other two dudes man they definitely have you know like i said i know i'm always talking about oh up in the indies but that seems to be where the wwe or wwe is collecting all their talent Mm -hmm. you know as they see these indie guys kind of coming up and they bring them to the big times you know but yeah man like the miz you know he's been around now for 10 15 years decade at least if not more you know but now finn Balor was he the guy that that I think he just dominated the Rumble, right? Wasn't he in yes. there for like almost the whole yeah. thing? Yeah, he was in there. He was tossing cats out. Yeah. He's also the guy who sometimes will summon up another persona and will come out all painted yes. up. He kind of looks like Carnage and stuff yes, like that. Yes. So he has that's called the demon persona. <laughs> now I don't. I haven't watched you know SmackDown and, and Raw as much lately, so I'm not sure if this is even a possibly a thing, but. What do, you, do you guys think the demon persona might come out for a WrestleMania appearance? <laughs> I, I think it'd be dope. I've seen him come out with the makeup before. It's fantastic. He oh, looks yeah. really cool. Uh, whether or not it helps him wrestle, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he plays like he's cool. like more. He's more intense. Yeah. To, you know? to be honest, I'd love to see the character more. Sure. You know, I don't need a Finn Balor in my life, but I I want a <laughs> demon guy wrestling. That's all. Awesome. Maybe that's my old school mentality of like you know you want the Undertaker out there putting people in a coffin. I want the demon out there send people to hell in a fire spit. Yeah, but come up with a better name. Why is it just the demon persona? They don't have something better than yeah, that. Yeah, it's just the demon. <laughs> Call Finn Nosferatu or something. Yeah. Man. Something. <laughs> well, of course, we can't uh, not talk about uh, Seth Rollins, yeah. the architect. Is yeah, what I don't his... care for Seth Rollins. I don't well, care for him. you I, like him? Or... I think I think he brings a lot of stuff to wrestling that is old school. Like he's yeah. good on the mic. He's a good you know wrestler mm-hmm. when he's not getting hurt. I mean, I think he's been <laughs> plagued with a lot of injuries. Yeah, it sucks. And it uh, sucks. but I think yeah, I think he really has what it takes to be like you know like the next Shawn michaels or something Mm. like that just he's very over with the online community i know you know our friends and stuff oh oh, seth rollins yeah you know but yeah i mean he's never really done anything that really like you know knocked my socks off but he does do what he does well you know like i and i think that that kind of speaks you know in volumes to what some of these other guys you know yeah and, and, and to me it's like i always remember him as like 
in a match hurt, you know, <laughs> yeah, crippled yeah. or something, or, oh, he's just coming off an injury. So, and it's like, that's not a gimmick to me. Like, all I remember him as is hurt guy who's <laughs> always half-assed it through a match because he's hurt and then somehow wins. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Well, but. he did have his run with uh, 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 Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose as the Shield. I don't okay. know if you remember that, but they Very were little, yeah. they were a collective that they would come in and just mess everybody up, and they were yeah. like you know the newcomers. That, so they kind of all branched out, which is where I mean I don't want to just quickly jump into predictions, but that's where I think they're going to push Seth Rollins to win this match and win the Intercontinental Title okay. because it kind of like it seems that they're kind of really getting him out the door like he hasn't done anything you're right that's you're right he hasn't done anything so they really need to give him a title or something to really start utilizing his skills but also with balor being in there he's newer than rollins so maybe they're gonna give it to him yeah because he seems like he had a good run at the rumble yes and uh, he didn't win or anything but he he did so well i'm glad to see him getting a title shot at wrestlemania sure i kind of almost feel bad that it's a triple threat match like this yeah you kind of want him to be showcased yeah Yeah. like i was really expecting that after the rumble to see him kind of get a good push of his own um you know, the, I, I feel like The Miz doesn't need to be in this match. <laughs> I think he sure. needs to go fight somebody else, you know. Sure, but, uh, sure. But, hey, all three guys are there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict Finn Balor wins because I think he is getting his push, and it's going to be over two of these guys. And I think they're afraid to say that Finn Balor can beat either Seth Rollins or The Miz, but it's going to be that classic scenario of The Miz and Rollins will wear each other out enough where Balor can steal a win. And you're right, man. I'm going to stick with Rollins for my pick. But that's just because I think, like you said, he is like he's been with the company now for a numerous set of years. I mean, I know he cashed in the money at the bank a few years ago and, you know, got the drop on Brock Lesnar and stuff. But it's like it seems like they really have to start utilizing him. And I think given the title, like you said, to some of these young guys, especially Intercontinental, really means nothing nowadays. Like, (laughs) like back in the day, that was an awesome title. You know, Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 10 with the ladder match. I mean, that was iconic. Yeah, it was more thrilling than the the, main event. Yeah, the main event. (laughs) So hopefully that whoever they give it to will breathe some new life into the Intercontinental title. You know, come to to think of it, why don't you guys tell us who your favorite Intercontinental champion was? You want to know, it might be kind of an old school or weird mentality to have but i always expect a foreign person to have the intercontinental champion <laughs> you know like not just because of the name but because i remember it always being like the british bulldog sure and, you know um william regal you know kind of sure. guys that were yeah, always actually, foreigners yeah because you know? <laughs> they were like it's important to us because we're from intercontinental areas yeah and that, now it literally is just another <laughs> strap you yeah know? It's just another, so. yeah it seems like they have so many though it's weird like all the matches we're talking about, aside from the uh, first two, are all belt matches, right? Yeah, quite a uh, quite a few, yeah. So. Pretty much. I know there's a couple other matches sprinkled in there that mm-hmm. we're not going to discuss, but it's just kind of yeah, yeah. you know we only got an hour, and uh, you know I know we, we we like to definitely you know talk quite a bit about each one and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but it's just surprising even to see there's like six or eight title matches. Yeah. In- the WrestleMania that just seems like a lot. I remember there being like four. Well, I think know? they try to they try to do every, but since they have yeah. the split with SmackDown and Raw and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Oh, we do have so uh, Jimmy Z over here said Chris Jericho, 
best uh, intercontinental yeah. champion. I, I agree yeah. with that. And, and again, he's a, he's a foreigner. He's like from Canada or something, <laughs> right? Isn't he Canadian? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you, there you go. You got it, man. <laughs> well, I think we've spoken enough on this intercontinental match. Because yeah. even Razor Ramon, I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you, dude. I totally interrupted you. But Ra- a- even Razor Ramon, I always felt like he was a foreigner. I don't sure. think he is. Isn't he from like... Fort Lauderdale. Oh, you, oh, you mean like his action, like like Scott Hall, like the yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he's he's yeah, he's yeah, from so, like yeah, yeah. You know, was a Scott Hall's probably like from Jersey, yeah, like yeah, Italian probably. Yeah. Knows. But he always seemed like he's from Argentina or something. Yeah. When you're eight, you know, you're like yeah, hey, he was like Cuban. You know? He was like the. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tony, uh, what's his name? He was like Scarface. the Juan Valdez yeah. down there. Oh, yeah, Tony Montana. That's <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, anyway, I'm sorry. What were you saying then? No, I was just saying, man, yeah, no, all, the, uh, this looks like a really cool matchup, man, but we got another match that we have to talk about that I think will be even more... You, you got know. it, man. You you got it. let's 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 condense our world down. Forget about the intercontinental <laughs> global sensation and let's look at the U.S. title. Um, we don't have an image for? What Uh-oh. happened? Where's the U.S. Oh, title? Oh, man. Well, He's down. Well, we'll do a quick rundown of who's yeah. going to be in that one. We got Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, and Rusev. Now, doesn't this seem more like this would be the Intercontinental Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because they're, uh, aside from Orton, they're all, they all seem like they're from somewhere else. Bobby Roode's from Canada. Yeah. Jinder Mahal's from over in India. Yep. Well, I mean, character-wise, we know he's like Canadian. Yeah. India. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Rusev, you know, the, the Bovarian brute or whatever they yeah. call it, you know? Now, who do you think's going to take this one? This is a tough one, man, because Rand- Randy Orton's pretty badass, man, and he yeah. seems to take a lot of stuff that I never expect him to take. So I, I almost want to go for Randy Orton, but it- it's a tough call. I mean, are there any stipulations to the match? Is it simply just a fatal four-way? I think or? it is just a fatal four-way, unless okay. they add something t- tomorrow night at SmackDown. Sure. You know, this is going up tonight on Monday, so if they change anything, you know, but yeah, no, it's, it is just a fatal four-way. Okay, well, go, playing off the assumption that it's just a fatal four, one pin takes it, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm torn between Orton and Mahal taking it. Orton's the current champion. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I I think you're right. I think it, there's a chance that this that I think they want to push Jinder Mahal more. Mm-hmm. You know, since he came back from his NXT days, like he's really, yeah, really, you know, they've really gotten good with him. And and I know over there in the Indian market, like they love him. So I'm sure the more gold they can kind of strap around him and get him more TV time, the better <laughs> for WWE. Yeah, well, I definitely like I enjoy Rusev a lot. I think he's a great wrestler technically i think he has a great persona even though he never really says much sure just all that air is gimmick everything around him i really like so i'd like to see him do more but it seems like that guy never catches a break like <laughs> i don't know what it is but it just always seems like well i mean he i know can't it's, get his hands around it it's a break I mean? in kayfabe but i mean you know when he's online like on twitter and stuff just the stuff that he posts, like sometimes he'll post like a notice and he'll be like, I think I might be getting fired this week or something. <laughs> yeah. But he's doing this whole Rusev Day thing the last couple months that's been really over with the fans. But I think it's like, it's exactly what you're saying. Like he can't, but he's like, no, today will be Rusev Day, you know, and he kind of kind of pushes it as that. So it's almost like he's kind of kind of joking on himself. So I, I think that's pretty cool. But so, so what do you think? So you, so you think Randy's going to take it? I think I'm going to go with Jinder Mahal. Jinder I think I'm going to go with him winning, taking the title from Randy Orton. I'll agree with that. I th- I think it it just seems like after like that his, dude's yeah. a powerhouse, oh, yeah. man. 
Yeah. I mean, his his wrestling is power wrestling. Yeah, you know, absolutely, man. Just he's big, strong. You know, as far as you go back and look at his his first run in WWE, is like. Like a little shrimp, you know. Yeah. I mean, we're not we're not trying to say that anybody's on any kind of Juicing. performance enhancers, <laughs> but I mean, in a matter of eight months, I mean, you yeah. know, we're, we're just yeah. saying, just saying. But yeah, no, absolutely, I, I think that's who it's going to go to. I think well. he got on that uh, Hugh Jackman workout that <laughs> yeah. he did for the Wolverine. Oh my God, you remember him in that movie? Yeah, dude. Yeah, was, yeah. Jacked man. There you go, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, man. Jacked, man. Well, we're, we're having an awesome time. Thank you guys so much for throwing cool stuff down in the comments, man. But do you think it's about time for us to dive into a little bit of podunk news? I think so, everybody. All right, we're going to let you know about some wild stories, bro. Let's do it. Woo. Podunk News. Oh, man. Like El Bandito said before... The video there, man, we got really crazy stories to tell you guys about tonight. But first and foremost, if you guys ever wanted to win a free cruise, this 15-year-old figured it out. Sure did, man. He was able to utilize the Snapchats. Oh, man. yeah. Now, in, in utilize, you mean uh, reserve that name before yes. Carnival Cruise got their hands on it? <laughs> he he did the classic move that dot-coms used to do back in the day where everyone would just buy up any sort of dot-com <laughs> they could think of that was related to a business because by the time the business realized they needed a dot-com, <laughs> now they were going to pay you a ton of jack for it. Man. Oh, yeah. So he took that old-school mentality and applied it to his Snapchat, reserving the name at Carnival Cruise, in which they gave him, in exchange for his Snapchat handle, over five thousand dollars in uh, credentials and cruise stuff and certificates and 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 all this sort of stuff for him to take a cruise and all sorts of things like that, man. I mean, that is pretty epic. Five thousand dollar cruise this guy's getting exactly at fifteen years old. I guess on one hand they're kind of like, oh man, well we don't have to pay for him to drink. Yeah. He's not going to be going <laughs> into the clubs. He's not going to be out the casino. You know, but it's like still, it's like you said, it's five thousand dollars, man, just for mm -hmm. the kid reserving this name. But there is one stipulation. While he's on the cruise, like any photos and stuff that he takes, he has to post them to Snapchat. Oh, right, on his handle thing. And yes. now they get a free, a bunch of free publicity. Exactly. Right. So uh, the, Yeah, it's good. Everybody's happy in the end. Look exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're, 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 they're making the headlines, and, uh, and this kid's going on a cruise. So, hey, if you guys know any uh, <laughs> businesses out there that don't have their Snapchat, <laughs> you know, locked down. Don't say like, that because they're going to go get – at Power Hour of Love, man. We, oh, don't, no. we don't have a Snapchat. It's okay. We're never going to want a Snapchat, so that's fine. See us here, Facebook Live. Check us out on YouTube. Subscribe and like our videos. All yeah. the kids using Snapchat are like, yeah. they use Facebook? Isn't that for like old people? That's for people who scam the government. But uh, Well, what's with the Snapchat ghost? Do you know what that's supposed to represent? I, I feel like when this show dies, we'll be on Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you're right. I, I'm not sure what their whole thing is with the ghosts. Like, yeah. I know people have joked around and saying that they've captured ghosts in their Snapchats because okay. you know the theory behind it that the photo is only up there for like a limited time. Sure. Like, it's not like Facebook where you can go back, 
you know, 12 months from now and look at it. Right. So, like, sometimes people will see some paranormal stuff in there and they'll be like, oh, crap, yeah. you know, look at this, you know. Yeah, but, but that, that's kind of the thing that bugged me about Snapchat is, like, so they're making a social media thing without any sort of server or cloud documentation that they have to pay for, you yes. know? Like, they're just going to burn whatever you make in 24 Oh, you know hours, they're you know? holding on to it, though. I'm well, sure, yeah, you That's know. true. They're probably, yeah. go, they've got a network <laughs> of guys running through it looking for incriminating stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're going to blackmail you in. They'll be sending that to Jessica Jones. <laughs> Yeah, hey, see what you can get on this guy. I know, and she'll be like, should have voted for me on the March Madness thing, Dick. <laughs> oh, right. People so, are saying, clever kid. Someone says, MySpace. Yeah. Go, go back where it's safe in your <laughs> my, MySpace. Oh, well, oh, we've this, got a yeah. special fun story over here at the In-N-Out Burger over in, uh, in California, man. There's this California YouTuber um, who's show, his channel is titled Troll Munchies. Right? <laughs> um, now, he's being served with a restraining order by In-N-Out Burger after he posed as the CEO, <laughs> right, and showed up there complaining to the employees, saying they weren't doing a good enough job, saying that the food tasted crappy, he threw it on the floor, <laughs> said it was garbage, you know, so dude... And he posted this online, like dogging out the store and everything like that. So the company of In-N-Out Burger is uh, uh, suing this guy yeah. for $25,000 in damages to their reputation. Yes. You know? So you're like, oh, man. And this guy has got 27,000-plus views on the channel, and he has about 700,000 subscribers, which means, like, there's a good chance that a judge is going to look at that and be like, yes, you, you have an influence that could hurt these people's business. Absolutely, so, man. This guy sounds like he's in some hot water. And, and you know, I, you know, just being the uh, the research technician that I am, you know, <laughs> I had to go watch a couple of these videos, and I watched some of uh, Troll Munchie's other stuff. Yeah. You know, most of it's like him, like putting on a GameStop T-shirt and going in there and yeah. acting like an employee. But the stuff he says to people, you know, he's like, oh, hey, you, get, you know, you get like some free meth with that purchase of GTA. <laughs> so I mean, it yeah. is like. You know, company damaging things, yeah. you know, especially if he says that to like a little kid or, you know, yeah. or even anybody. Somebody could be like, what the, you know, but yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, I can't say that some of the stuff I didn't chuckle at because I'm yeah. just like, oh, man. Yeah, it's one thing yeah. to be funny, and I think it's fun and it sounds fun. But from a company's perspective, yeah, man, like I've walked in there and had a real employee say something dumb to, to a lot of businesses and been like, I'm not going back there. You know, so especially some guy just giving it for laughs. Like the thing to me would be like, does he tell these people when he's done, hey, I'm with a thing and I'm just joking? Or does he let them walk out? Well, one thing I did see with some of his videos, some people had blurred faces while mm -hmm. other people you could see them. Yeah. So there has to be some sort of. Uh, well, he's not yeah. under any kind of FCC broadcast rule that says he has to blur people's faces. Sure. He doesn't need yeah. permission to just do that. You know. Okay. So, well, I, was just, I mean, yeah, I wasn't sure if maybe he did yeah. kind of go in after and say, "Hey, it was just a gag." Yeah. Oh, you know. that, yeah, yeah, and I know what you mean because in in a real show, someone whose face was blurred was like, "No, you didn't get that guy's permission to show sure. his face on TV." But that doesn't mean they didn't talk to him they could have yeah. talked to him and he said don't show my likeness but okay yeah. i re i realize that this is a joke i hate you people and i'm mad <laughs> so there's a lot of caveats there and I, I i as far as my understanding goes like if someone took a video of someone else and it's on youtube and you told the guy hey i want you to take that down you have to file a civil suit to get him to take that down gotcha. you know i don't really gotcha. think he's breaking any rule that youtube has i don't take my word on that look it up yourself but sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's kind of the whole thing with YouTube, is, you know? Yeah, yeah. Big Brother's so, always out yeah, there. There's definitely all those things out there. And I know some restaurants have gone to yeah. the thing of posting 
warnings, you know, no filming, you know, allowed yeah. in the drive through yeah. or stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, I can tell that these companies are trying to combat it, but yeah, they're not, yeah. they don't know enough about it. And it seems yeah. like, like I said, this guy is trying to just be funny, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I could also see from a company perspective that it's yeah. kind of like, you know. Well, there's, there's a reason why there's, why there's all these legal teams on radio and on <laughs> punked and stuff like that, you know, where they have to make sure that all these things are taken care of. Oh, yeah. You know, because legally these people People are all opened up to this kind of lawsuit. So maybe this will help put a stop to that sort of thing or at least make people think twice about sure. you know, that. But it's the kind of thing of like, yeah, it's still private property, man, and you're messing with these people's business. Oh, yeah. And they've so, called the cops on him, but usually he runs out the door. and he gets, <laughs> But he films the cops like driving into the parking man, lot. And he, I mean, this, the guy, this guy's crazy. He's got, so, he's got some real balls. but Hey, 70,000 followers. Maybe I'll go bitch up the storm <laughs> at In-N-Out Burger. I don't know. Oh, I... Uh, Sorry, guys, we were getting so into the news story. We have a few people out here giving us some of answering some of our questions. Okay. The, the ghost on Snapchat uh, represents the there and then gone nature of the photo sending service. Gotcha. So it's like your chat, your your snap is a ghost because it's been erased and it's gone. Yes. And that came from uh, uh, Jason L. Thank you, sir. Oh. And also he says that the In-N-Out Burger has the best milkshakes ever. So throw some love for oh, an outburst. Oh, you know it. Right where, where is it? Well, we'll have to ask him that. So, where, where's the nearest? Yeah, In-N-Out I've literally Burger? never been to an In and Out Burger. Where'd you go? I thought they were only on the West Coast, no, like man. of this of the country. No, no, I, I don't. You know, I'm not going to try to say that I know this person personally, but I, I'm pretty sure they do a, quite a bit of traveling. Okay. So we'll have to we'll have to get that answer in the comments, but. I think we have one more cool news story for them. We do. Right? I think we've got a couple more stories. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good but deal. We're going to check out the World Video Game Hall of Fame inductees 2018, man. We have an awesome lineup of games. There's already a few games already in there, so let's only focus on the ones that are right here so that you guys know that these are these are games that are not in the Hall of Fame yet. Oh, and yeah. They want you guys to go out there and vote over on their website and stuff like that. Look it up online. And then they want uh, people to vote on what they think are the, uh, the, best, the, the best games that should be inducted this year. Oh, absolutely, man. One, a few I just want to mention that kind of surprised me was that yeah. Minecraft was in there, which yeah. is a relatively new game mm-hmm. compared to some of these other games. Like, like Mrs. Pac-Man. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, is that Half-Life even? I mean, yeah. I know that's like 2001. Yeah. Um, Read through the whole list. Do top to bottom. All right, let's okay. hit them all. Are we going to yeah. do it? Yeah, okay. let's do it. We've got Asteroids. The original. Bam. How is that not in there? Okay. I know. Call of Duty. I take Bam. it they mean the original. You know? Yeah, and I think they mean it in terms of the franchise. Yes. But, you know, maybe they just mean the original for now, and they got to do the others later, but even having the original would be like a nod to the whole franchise. Sure. Yeah. Dance Dance Revolution classic dude i mean spawned a whole new genre of gaming yep final fantasy 7 iconic man. probably the most well-known final yeah. fantasy uh half-life, half-life as we mentioned you know definitely first person shooter you know melee weapons all that good stuff mm-hmm. john madden's football now you see what we've got here is a really good game <laughs> <laughs> king's quest king's quest man that's an old school point and click adventure by sierra oh yeah that is off the hook dude i loved that we got metroid Man, that would be my vote. Like know, right, right off the p- Metroid's in there. The Metroid. We got Minecraft, like you said, Mrs. Pac-Man. Uh, we've got Space War. Are you familiar with Space War? That's that, got to be an old school game. That must be like an old school arcade or something. Maybe mm-hmm. some of our old school fans will be well, able to fill us in on that one. If you notice, it's this thing in the center, this 
blue and black thing? Oh, is that so? okay? Yeah. I don't know what the hell that is. I'm not very it looks familiar. like pong, like it's yeah. on that old pong <laughs> oscillator thing. You know, well, it's probably pretty old. So it should probably be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope you didn't think it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what about this last game on here, man? Tomb Raider. Now, the original Tomb Raider. That's 1997. That's already 20 years old. I yeah. think that definitely has like Hall of Fame status. You know, like it could be. You, you know, I think like like something like Minecraft. Hey, I'm sure it it belongs in the Hall of Fame eventually. Yeah, just not <laughs> just not now. Yeah, you know? <laughs> when it's going up against things like the Madden franchise or Call of Duty, but Asteroids, Final Fantasy VII. I mean, come on, Metroid. Man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Metroid, Metroid. What do um, you guys think? You yeah. let us know what game should go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, okay, let's say Tomb Raider 97, you said? Yes. So 21 years old this year. Laura Croft's old enough to drink, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I want to have a couple shots with her, man. That's what's L- up. Listen, I know you guys, you know, at least the dudes that are in the comments that played that on PC, we know you got that nude patch. <laughs> Everybody had that and had her running around naked. Dude, did, did you ever read the story of like, oh, they put they put in some geometry in the wrong place and it and it gave her the huge bust and everybody laughed and liked it. And you're like... No one did that on accident. We're not buying that story. You know, was like, <laughs> they were up late watching Japanese anime, and they were like, "You know what this? Uh, you know, yeah, you know what this game needs? <laughs> Explorer needs. It needs a couple more D's." Now, <laughs> did you notice in the newer games though, they've really like reduced her yeah. down, so she's have, more. Did you see the new movie? The girl in the new movie's like doesn't have a very huge bust at all yeah she's very athletic yes and i think that's where they've tried to even in the newer games tried to lead that to so definitely you know it's classic though it's stuff that that we remember so maybe they just need to put laura croft's breast in the (laughs) hall of fame (laughs) oh man well you can't say it's not a franchise that has spawned films and Oh, yeah. Still making new games and so I mean it's they're great games. They're great games. Listen, so. I found a couple videos on the. Oh, never mind. Well, <laughs> it would be like that little card on the side. Like you, you ever been to like the Baseball <laughs> Hall of Fame and they've got a big picture of a guy and they're like, yeah. oh, but his brother also played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah. would be your boobs, just yeah. in a little thing down here <laughs> by themselves. The decimal point that changed gaming forever. You know. <laughs> so out of these games, what do you think should go in? What do I think? Uh, do you only get to pick one? Yeah, just do one. one. Yeah, this is yeah. These are the nominees. So uh, only one's going. Okay. If I have to pick one, I'm gonna pick Asteroids. That's. Uh, I mean, I think most old school gamers would pick that just because of its iconic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Even in uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, they're playing Asteroids. Yeah, I, w- well, <laughs> go go and get um, Unity. You know, Unity is the game engine service. You can download it yeah. online for free, pay a monthly subscription, whatever. A lot of people make a lot of games on it nowadays. Um, Unity, one of its first sponsored tutorials uh, is to make a game, and it teaches you how to use the engine uh, that's essentially an asteroids-type game. Oh, that's you cool. You know, where you're a little spaceship, and the spaceship can roll and turn and has all these really fancy graphics and 3D, but it's essentially asteroids. You go back and forth, you shoot a laser up and rocks <laughs> and stuff, and bad guys come flying at you. So that's it's, awesome, it's asteroids, man. you know? Well, definitely, man. I'm going to have to check that out. But, yeah, like I said, I think I would give the, you know, aside from the classic, well, of course, this is a classic. I, I think I would love to see Metroid get yeah. in there. Huge fan of that franchise. Yeah, I know you're a bigger fan than me. I didn't rock the old Nintendo stuff that much, so I was more of a Sega guy back in the day. Sure. One thing I could say yeah. about Metroid that I loved it was a maze game yeah. that, as you gained 
uh, more abilities that let you go back and explore those same areas because yeah. you gained a new weapon or so. So just think about all the games we play to the, today yes. that have that same kind of features. You need an yeah. expert level skill to get into this locked desk. You know? Exactly. Yeah, so, that sounds yeah. great. I just like I said, I just I never played them, so I'm not familiar with it. You know, you know it, man. But I would still have to do this almost in chronological order with your asteroids, your Mrs. Pac-Man, and. You know, just kind because of you like, feel I mean, I guess yeah. Space War would yeah, be in there chronologically, <laughs> but that thing looks like, you know, it's like this looks like Pong. It looks like it's on an oscillator. I'm pretty it's sure. It's not even on a TV. Pretty sure it's old school. Yeah, like that comes as a machine that weighs 40 pounds. <laughs> That's how you play that game. I don't know. If you know, leave it in the comments and let me know. <laughs> but, man, we got a big event coming up that we got to tell everybody about. We absolutely do, man. Spooky Empire coming April 6th through the 8th up at the Wyndham Resort in Orlando. You know it, man. And it's very affordable, too, man. $35 daily, $65 weekend pass, man. A whole weekend? That's awesome. Hell yeah, dude. Tell them about some of the guests that they could see at this thing. Uh, Man, they have got Linda Blair coming from The Exorcist, bro. That is off the hook. That is awesome, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's the first time Linda's been there, but it's, you know, like I, they they do, uh, you know, this is like the retro Spooky Empire. It's a smaller event, and then mm -hmm. they do a really big one in October. Yeah. So to get Linda Blair at the retro event, like, oh, man, this is freaking awesome. Yeah, you know they're going to have all their guns loaded for October, man. Like, oh, they're going to have yeah. some heavy hitter stuff. But they've got Matthew Lillard from Scream is going to be there. Mm -hmm. The Chicoto Brothers from Killer Clowns. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Critters and Critters, all that sort of stuff, yep, man. Yep. they got Alex Vincent from Child's Play fame. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and many, many more from there. We had a whole list here, but we're running short on time. Oh, yeah. So we're going to go look up Spooky. They're the jam, dude. And go and check it out. Exactly, man. Support your local uh, horror, comic book, sci-fi conventions. <laughs> All right, but we got some more wrestling news we oh, want to talk about, yeah, man. So man. let's head back over to the studio and see what the rest of the card at WrestleMania 34 has in store for all of you beautiful people. Woo! <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Did, man. You see, did you see the new Ric Flair meme going around? That's Ric Flair going, woo! And he's got the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, dude, that was, you know, I saw that on a T-shirt, man. If I could have awesome. gotten it in time, man, I would have loved to have worn that tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's hot, man. I love it. We are definitely going to have some fun in the upcoming weeks with Infinity War. Just a quick reminder, our poll is still up on our Facebook page. It's pinned. It's the first comment. So you can go leave a comment in it. Say you love an Avenger. Vote on the poll. Do both, man. You're, it's open to vote every single day, so you can vote for different Avengers, the same Avenger, whatever. But uh, go out there and have a jam, guys. It should be super oh, fun. Oh, yeah. All right, so April eighth, twenty eighteen, man. This or next or this upcoming yeah, Sunday. Yeah, this, this upcoming Sunday. Yeah, yep. man, the action's gonna kick off, man. I know the official event starts at like seven o'clock, mm -hmm. but like they have like preliminary matches at like five thirty. Yeah. So if there's a certain match you want to see, yeah. make sure you know you check it out when it's actually gonna air. Because I know you know it's like you said they have like twelve matches. I mean they gotta yeah. fit that into what a four hour time space. Yeah, yeah. So it, it ends up yeah. being tight, but. It's tight. 
You yeah, know, exactly. you don't have a lot of wasted time, which is nice. You yeah, know? so it's boom, 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 flying right out. Mm-hmm. So, oh, man, what, what? I know we got some big titles coming up here. You know it, man. First up, we've got the universal title. I mean, forget about the intercontinental. <laughs> the U- That's not big enough for the two cats we got wrestling here. We've got Brock Lesnar, who sounds like they made this title up for him because <laughs> he, he looks like he could body slam the universe. He's going to give him a German suplex. Yes, <laughs> and 20 uh, of them. <laughs> Uh, versus Roman Reigns. Hooray! <laughs> so, what do you think of this matchup? Well, I do have to say, over the past few weeks and stuff, they've really tried. You can see they're trying to mold Roman Reigns into more of a, a character that the universe can get behind. That, that was an interesting way to put that to mold him. <laughs> but it's uh, you know, like they've had him like go in and like. He interrupted Vince McMahon. You know, like you see that they're kind of switching between the kayfabe and what's really going on. Like he goes through the back and there's Vince and like mm-hmm. Shane sitting at the gorilla position. Yeah. Which if you guys don't know, that's the seat that's like pretty much right there before these wrestlers go out the door mm-hmm. where they're out in the arena. So like Vince like double checks everybody yeah. before they go out. So but he went back there and he's like, I want to have a meeting with you. And like, then it was like, oh, Roman, you're, you're, you're on suspension, you know? So they're like, you can tell they're trying to build it up. Then they had Brock come and beat the piss out of him. Oh, man. Like they put him in an ambulance <laughs> and Brock was slamming him around and doing all kinds of stuff. So you can see that, you know, they're definitely trying to make him seem more tough. Yeah. You know, I don't know how much that's going to, I mean, the Brock Lesnar, man, I mean, he ended the streak. I mean, he's beat the crap out of Triple H in the past. You know, yeah. like there's there's so many things they've the kind of Dude's said. a manimal. Yes. He's an unstoppable <laughs> beating machine. He, Half the time it seems like he doesn't even care to win a belt or anything. He just wants to go out there and like just slam the shit out of people. And exactly. that's exactly what he does. And he's, he has a big smile on his face doing it because he's getting to hurt these people and he's making a lot of he's money doing mini. it. He's making money. Plus, he gets to go home to Sable. So, I mean, he's kind of like, hey. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's he's like, going to go home and smash some more. And <laughs> what's crazy, she's like, you know, I know Brock's like 40, but Sable's like 10 years older than him. So, he, he went got himself, himself a. a a mature, you know, well, she was a Playboy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she was a Playmate of the Year, but I know she was featured <laughs> on a cover and stuff. But either way. Yeah, let's not talking. even go there. Let's, let's so just... we've got the Spear. They they, just, they Roman, just Roman Reigns has the worst wrestling moves. Oh, it's yeah. His finishers. The Spear is terrible. I'm sorry. I yeah. love Edge. I think he's great. The Spear sucks. I love yeah. Goldberg. I think he's great. The Spear sucks. I can't watch it without thinking of Adam Sandler doing that to people <laughs> in the water, boy. It's just a dumb, thoughtless move with no technique, and any knucklehead could do it, and I don't like it. What about the Superman punch that he does? Again, like- if I couldn't think that there was a move stupider than the Spear, it'd be like jerking off your own I, know, I was going to say, whenever he does that on the show, thinking I'm like- of Sable. That's what he's doing. <laughs> It's just stupid. I hate it. I mean, I know Brock would do the spear back in the day. He doesn't do it as much anymore. Yeah. But, of course, he's got the F5. Yeah. Which... Dude, <laughs> like, if Mike Tyson or even Ronda Rousey came in doing a Superman punch, I'd get it. Because, like, I mean, even Ronda Rousey's not a heavyweight boxer. I mean, she's an MMA person. But, like, a Mike Tyson, if you got Mike Tyson to wrestle and he's going to come in there and just punch people in the head... Give him yeah. a Superman punch. It makes sense. Sure. But I don't get why Roman Reigns is doing that. You know, when, yeah. when you have someone uh, who is talented, he's from a family of people who are talented doing crazy as F moves, you know? And I'm not going to say the rock bottom's the greatest end-all, be-all move of all time, but dude, the guy had the people's elbow. He had his own DDT. He had a great yes. kind of uh, 
uh, Luthez Press. I mean, he did all sorts of stuff that was freaking original and unique, and he put his own spin on it. And I don't know what Roman Reigns is doing, man. Like, yeah, they they definitely need to re. And I like I said, I think they're in the kind of the process of doing that, trying to rework his character yeah. a little bit. Now, let's just lay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. I just want to hate on Roman Reigns just a uh, little it's... more if you guys <laughs> give me the leeway. But Roman Reigns looked like Seth Rollins is his kid brother, and they wrestle together all the time. Yeah, like yeah. I would love to see that as like a tag team because Roman Reigns looks exactly like Seth Rollins to me, except like maybe like four or five inches bigger. So they'd kind of have this like cartoony. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that. Like I had said, I know, like I said, it was during that dark time when you really didn't want, you know, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose used to be members of the Shield. So they definitely kind of had that kind of. Yeah, but still, Dean Ambrose looks like Dean Ambrose. These guys <laughs> look like the same guy. I mean, squint at this picture here and tell me it doesn't look like Seth Rollins. It does. Yeah, but they both still wear a lot of this very tactical stuff. I've seen Seth Rollins kind of get out of that more yeah. and more, which is yeah, good. Still more of a... But I don't know why Roman Reigns is wearing this stuff. He almost looks like he's half Klingon out there. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. And well, if that's what he's going for, work it into his persona. Like, he seems to have no persona. Like, I don't yeah. know who he is or what his motivation is. I. He's always trying to pull, you know, since he, you know, he did beat Undertaker last year, which mm-hmm. I kind of, I get it. And yeah. I know probably why Undertaker did it. Cause he's like, Hey, yeah. they kind of want this guy to be the next face of the company. But yeah. It's just, yeah. Let's not pretend Brock Lesnar didn't wreck the Undertaker. Though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's got like the after effect. Yeah. It's like know? Roman Reigns barely pulled one out over the dead man. And Brock Lesnar just owned him. Yeah. Dude, yeah. You know? Pretty much. Man. When you go back and watch it, it's like, yeah. they kind of, they, it was a balancing thing with, th- with WrestleMania there. You weren't sure if the Undertaker, but when yeah. he did it, it wasn't like you were like, oh my gosh, I'm so surprised. You know, it had to end yeah. sometime. Yeah. But, Hey, let's get to the the bit. Do you who do you think is going to take home the gold? Brock Lesnar, no question. Really, I, no I, question. I have to disagree. I think really? the whole thing with Roman Reigns that they're trying to push him as like the the next mm-hmm. guy. Like I think they're going to let him take down Brock and then hopefully do a complete remodel of his character. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think what they should do is they should have Brock Lesnar win, and it should be in such a way that seems like Roman Reigns is just paralyzed, crippled forever and then he goes away and then he can come back with a different persona but as, as it being sort of a life-altering thing and he could come back like as i don't know some kind of religious icon but he's like i saw the light and i need to be nice now and he dyes his hair blonde and paints his face like sting used to not, you know? uh, not you, like crow sting but yeah the, yeah like orange the, man, paint. the man called sting <laughs> yeah that from man called sting <laughs> Man, I gotta tell you, man. Yeah, that, that's that's very. And you're right. I think, yeah. you know, Brock is just getting to that point too. Not, I mean, kayfabe wise, yeah. you're right. I think he would squash him. But yeah, I just think he's kind of he's held this belt for yeah. a year. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's kind of just getting to that point where he's like, okay, I gotta pass. Okay. Him off. So what do you think of this, right? What do you think of this? So Roman Reigns gets destroyed here at WrestleMania, right? Uh-huh. Brock Lesnar wins. Bro, he's so great, and we don't see Roman Reigns for like a month, right? Okay. But then they do a storyline where he's been in a coma, right? They knock him into a coma, right? Okay, but here's where it gets fun. When he wakes up, he comes to the ring dressed like Julius Caesar because his name is Roman Reigns. So he thinks he's a king of ancient Rome. And from now on, he always wrestles in a toga. Well, they do do that thing with the Roman Empire. Like, that's what they call his face. That's what I mean. He'll sell salad dressing, you know? (laughs) (laughs) This stuff writes itself, Vince. Where are you at, man? (laughs) 
<laughs> that's not a bad idea. Dude, to... wouldn't you totally get the new salad at McDonald's and it has the, the Roman the Reigns, Reigns <laughs> Caesar dressing? Yeah. Dude, I th- like you said, you might be on to something here. It'd man. be the next like Szechuan sauce. Me- remember, <laughs> if that does happen, you heard it here first. <laughs> Feel free to take it, guys. Don't even call me. Just do it. You know? <laughs> well, what's the next title match that we got to talk All about? All right, so we're split decision on that. You sure. think it's Reigns? Yep. Yep, I, I think, think is take the it. reign of reigns is going to come. <laughs> but next up, we've got the WWE title match, which I presume is still the best of the belts because it's just named the WWE. Well, it, this is the SmackDown's highest title, okay. where the Universal is Raw's highest. So I would say they're equivalent. Okay. All right. I'll buy that. So we have AJ Styles, you know, known for his stints in TNA and all over the world versus another man who's known for his stints all over the world and former New Japan Pro Wrestling champion Shinsuke Nakamura. I know the 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 king of strong style. Yes, there, right? yes, yes. Yeah. Now I'm not gonna lie. I read this card and I'm like, that's the Intercontinental match because <laughs> <laughs> that- it's some guy you don't care about versus a foreign guy. Well, like you said, man, you know, from the pay-per-view level, you know, yeah, like, yeah. That's someone, what it seems like. Yeah, yeah, if someone hadn't watched wrestling in 10 years and they saw that this was it, they'd be like, who are these two guys? But, like you said, from the indie fans, yeah. you know, they, this is this match has technically happened before. Dude, you know? maybe we this should have been the power hour of hate, because I have a feeling people are just going to dog me out for trashing <laughs> all these guys, but I don't like them, whatever. No, hey, that that's fine, man. Like I said, you know, <laughs> hey, everybody's entitled to their opinions. Yeah. And, yeah, like you said, I, I personally am looking forward to this match because I mm-hmm. think... You know, I know like when we watched the Rumble, you said, yeah. hey, man, I finally got to see Nakamura do some cool stuff. I see, yeah. you know, it kind of like at least showed you some of the yeah. stuff. Where I'm like, dude, you got to watch. I mean, you know, a few months before that, I don't know if it was Hell in the Cellars. I'm like, dude, you got to see this Nakamura <laughs> guy. And it was like his worst match ever. <laughs> but I kind of finally redeemed El- my, you know, he redeemed himself for yeah. El Bandito. Yeah. At I think this match is going to be an awesome technical wrestling match. I remember you actually said if Shinsei Nakamura fought AJ Styles, we'd see the match that you're talking about. Yes. So yeah. I, I'm really excited to see it. As much as I kind of made a joke, I am really excited to see both these guys actually go at it because I think that these guys are technically some of the best wrestlers that they have out there. I think Shinsei Nakamura's like persona is a little weird to me. I don't really get where he's at. He looks like he wants to make love to whoever's coming out to the ring. That's what it looks like to me. And maybe that's just where my mind's at tonight. But then AJ Styles kind of seems like I can't get Al Snow out of my head every time I look at this guy. He and does I, have some real you know, resemblance. Yeah, and I just feel like AJ Styles is like they gave Al Snow medication and now he's kind of this boring, normal guy. And that's what AJ Styles is to me. The kind of like rehabilitated, boring Al Snow. You know? That's pretty funny, man. Well, like I said, definitely throughout the world, they have quite a following. We know there's a lot yes. of wrestling fans out there that are really stoked about this one. Like I said, they both are, you know, like they both do very like, uh, fantastic moves yes. you know like that are a lot of high flying yeah. and kicking yeah and, they're technically yeah. just unbelievable yeah. you know and like you said uh even in, in nxt you know nakamura eventually became champion he was mm-hmm. kicking ass all over there until he had to move up in the ranks to come to the main thing so yeah. this is really his first chance well not his first chance he fought jinder mahal a few times and jinder beat the crap out of him but um you know this is his first wrestlemania having like a title shot so yeah. 
Who do you think is going to take the win on this one? I hands down think that Nakamura is going to take it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, just from how they're building up the match, you know, and, and like I said, they're calling it the dream match because a lot of people didn't think this was going to come together again. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to burst anybody's bubble, but this did happen in New Japan Pro Wrestling. They have yeah. faced each other before, but judging on that score that they have over there, this one is like it's got one of the highest ratings a match can have. Wow, nice. You know, so that that just, you know, hopefully WWE doesn't ham it up too much and we get yeah. to see some of that awesome action that these guys can put out no dude it's you know it's that curse of kind of the new wwe yeah. that i'm like <laughs> th- this this match will be like nakamura wins and it's great but he like did a schoolboy yeah. or something <laughs> or someone interfered and then that's what happened I-, I hate that shit man yeah i know man but we'll have to see man i i, I think that's, this one might shine some light on it for you that stuff to me is okay at like raw or smackdown but that should like never happen at a pay-per-view and for the simple fact of like just in the sort of believability of what a wrestling organization would be you think there'd be a guy that just stands there and if someone tries to interfere they just stop him yeah you know? no like, I, yeah exactly i mean especially a major event like wrestlemania yeah. run-ins schoolboys yeah those things yeah like, they just i agree shouldn't with happen. you yeah. you're paying too much money there's too much spectacle too much lead up we want to see something now again like we've seen the schoolboy for um i th- i think it was eddie guerrero when he dislocated his elbow sure you know sure. they they did a roll up there but you're like you're trying to end a match real quick yeah, uh, when yeah. sting and jeff hardy and jeff hardy was yeah exactly you know, intoxicated yeah. inebriated there you go yeah, yeah. And, and they did the roll up there same thing yeah it's just sometimes there's a time and place for it someone's hurt there's a bad situation but it shouldn't just be the finish Do you know when it was cool it's a little weak it's when bret hart did it to diesel I mean, you had yeah. a smaller guy, and you had this huge monster heel, mm-hmm. or you know, who knows? You know, but he did, he did the roll up on him and yeah. got the win. It was kind of like the David and Goliath thing, like even though it was kind of a cheap, like you know. But it was like it was cool because you're like, all right, yeah. man, you know, the but, excellent. But, but, but there's a difference too between like the kind of roll up that's like you've you you know they've got the guy hooked, they're hooked both his legs, and they roll him over, and and you're pinning his shoulders versus the I grab the guy between the legs yeah. and roll him over onto his back, and his arms are just laying flat for whatever reason now. Like that's a terrible, stupid schoolboy, and should never be used to finish a match ever, in my opinion. Gotcha, you gotcha. Know? Well, we'll st- we'll have to see how it ends. Will yeah. it be the Styles Clash? <laughs> or that running knee that uh, Shinsuke does that they always like yell the name out, but they're like, and I'm like, yeah, I don't even know what that guy just said, but it looks really cool. So uh, good. I'm glad you said that. Now maybe you'll get a hateful comment there you too. Go. So. Well, I'm just being honest. I'm like, I'm sure people are like, yeah, we don't really know what Michael Cole is right. saying either. No, dude, I'm, play- I'm playing this Wildlands game with Party Man Will, and we go to this rebel base, and all the rebels are like, and I'm like, what did they say? They're like cheering for you. And he's like, I don't know. It's some, you know, the guy just goes, oh, da, 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 da. and I was like, well, what does it mean or whatever? He's like, I can't, I can't understand. It's like in Spanish or something. You know, I don't understand. They're goofy. And I was like, wow, man, like that's, that's real nice. Like, make no attempt. You're so cultured and learned. <laughs> no, I, I give him crap, but he tells me all the time. He's like, oh, I looked up the name of all these people in Spanish. So he knows everyone's name in Spanish. So I'm just teasing party, man. And I have a conniption and, Write a hateful comment. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just popped in just to see that moment. I know. And then he left. He's like, mother. <laughs> He's like, they're just talking about wrestling. We're going to have a the, the spike in our insights for the one angry face that we got. <laughs> now, 
we've talked about the major titles, yes. man. But I know we're going to talk about one of your favorite parts of the night. I right know. Now. My favorite division, subset, sect. We're talking about the ladies. We're talking about the women's oh, division, yeah. man. And let's start it off with the SmackDown women's titles match. This, of course, between the lovely and talented Charlotte. Woo! Woo! And Asuka, man, the freaking badass. Oh, man. Yeah, she's been running rough shot since NXT. You yeah. Know? I mean, she hasn't been beaten, man, and she's just kicking ass all over the place, Heck man. Yeah, so. Yeah, but Charlotte, man, she's got the the flare blood in her, you know, so she's the current champion. That's what's so cool about this match to me is that while while Charlotte's, like, so young and so new and so fresh in the business, her legacy Mm -hmm. gives her this sort of old-school feel. So you really feel like this is a generational match, even though it's really not, you know? But Asuka's just new enough, and Charlotte's been around just long enough where their legacies are both giving them this kind of really great dichotomy to their match that I love. I agree, man. Like, it is a really cool thing because it's like if Asuka can beat Charlotte, yeah. she'll be the new champion. Yeah. But if Charlotte beats Asuka, she's she's ended the streak, which, I mean, hey, getting beat by, you know, the daughter yeah. of Ric Flair definitely yeah. isn't no... Uh... It's nothing to scoff at. Yeah, yeah you're not, you're not going to go home and be like, oh, man, it's crappy... Flair beat me. No, you're gonna be like, well, yeah, dude, that was a worthy opponent to lose to. You know? Now let me ask you, man. I know we're jump. You know, we're talking a lot about these two girls. Mm-hmm. Who do you think's gonna take it? This one's really tough, man. Because I, I like my first reaction is like, I definitely think the new blood wins over the old. Okay, you know? but like I said, Charlotte's not really been around that long. Sure, like she just she's a, a, a generational wrestler. So. Exactly. It, it feels like she should be passing the torch, but she really doesn't have to. Um, so I don't know. I think Charlotte may keep it, and I think she'll break the streak and help propel her to kind of the next echelon of where she should be at because it seems like just that kind of time for her where she's kind of done all that she could do as a, as a, a woman's champ there, just dominating, and now she'll have to break the streak to kind of get this legendary status. Now, sure. is, is she the heel? Is Charlotte the heel? Oh, I would definitely say so. Okay. I mean, Asuka's definitely got the audience power behind her. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think Ric Flair or, or the Flares could ever <laughs> not have some sort of heelness to them. Yeah, like They're yeah. just great at it. But I think this is going to take her from being kind of that run-of-the-mill heel to being that Triple H-level woman's yeah. heel, yeah, where she'll always be that kind of like powerhouse heel that can come in and, and break anyone's streak and break anyone's run, you know, and it'll be the kind of thing where she, she may even drop the title later and a sort of, I don't care thing to go and beat up other people. Sure. For, for like no, no reason than to just be a streak breaker and that kind of thing. I, I can't remember if they've done this yet, but I could eventually see her starting like a four horse women yeah. kind of deal. Like where they'll, uh, yeah. you know, cause that was another thing that Ric Flair did. I mean, I get, she's not, She's his daughter, but like you said, it's just that legacy. It's yes. the thing that, that she has so many opportunities to, to get bigger, become the leader of a heel faction mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kick ass. But they do call Asuka the Empress of Tomorrow, man. Yeah. So who knows? She might uh yeah. she might win that that title, you know, beat beat Charlotte I, for it. I don't know? think I'd be surprised if she did. I think I'd be like, That's awesome, that's very cool, you know. So I think this is probably the closest one to call so far. Next to the Randy Orton one. Yeah, there's just so yeah. many people in that one. You're like, that's like rolling dice. Who knows? So yeah. I think I'm gonna agree with you. I think Charlotte will win. Cool. And she'll break the and streak. She'll break the streak. And plus that kind of gets that out from under a yeah. Like she can kind of 
you know, she doesn't yeah. just have that going with her, you know? It's well, like, oh, yeah. well, let's talk about it in the sense, too, of, of scripting, of storytelling, right? Mm-hmm. If, you, if you broke a streak on a Monday Night Raw, yeah. people will remember it. But if you break a streak at WrestleMania, it never dies. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, it's so, written. Yeah, it's literally it's written part of history. history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I, if you're playing the, a game 10 years from now, that might be the WrestleMania match that you have to recreate. Yes. You know? Yeah, and it'd be the kind of thing where you didn't remember that Charlotte won, but you always remembered when the streak got broke yep. at WrestleMania, you know? Oh, yeah. So I think in that sense, if I was Asuka, I'd want to have the streak broken at WrestleMania, like make it legendary. Let me ask you something, though. I hope if she does break the streak, I hope she does break it clean. Yeah. I hope she gets there. No, yeah. no schoolboys, no interference. Yeah. No, yeah. Is that what you mean? Yes, yeah, exactly. No, you know, Papa Rick on the outside. I mean, yeah. I know that's part of the whole heel thing, but it would be great to see her get a clean win. Like Goldberg... He got beat by Kevin Nash because Scott Hall electrocuted him with a yes. cattle prod. It was always kind of like yeah. cheap, you know? Yeah, it's but like, yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with you. The kind of thing of a streak being broken is like the the, the same thing with Lesnar and, and Undertaker. Yeah. That yeah. iconic streak was like, you know, that should get broken in a clean match by a powerhouse opponent who yep. is just a superior enemy. And, and that's kind of what we ended up with, and, and that's what makes it lovely and nice, you know? I agree, man. Um, so, yeah, I think the same thing should be said for the Charlotte-Asuka showdown, is that Charlotte should... She, I don't think she needs to dominate the match, but that she gets a clean win in the end. I agree. You know, I think Charlotte should work for it. Sure, you know? sure. Yeah, so, not, just a, not, just, a gi- yeah, not yeah. just a given. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Not, not like the Lesnar thing, where it, it really seemed like yeah, he yeah. dominated most of the match. You know, not I saying agree. Taker looked bad or anything like that, but that was just the tone of it. That was that's Lesnar, man. I mean, the yeah. guy's a beast. They call him the beast. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the guy eats like six Jimmy Johns a day. You just can't do that. <laughs> it's an animal. Hey, when you're when you're walking around with them on the pants, he just walks in and shows <laughs> them his pants and give him a sandwich. And you know what's funny? It's that kind of thing of like when you go into a Jimmy John's, you're like, give me a number 14. And they're like, Whoosh, and it pops out like right away. <laughs> yeah. So you wonder, like, Lesnar probably just opens the door and just holds his hand up. It comes in like a football. <laughs> Boosh. And he's got his sub. Nah, it goes right in the mouth there. There you go, man. <laughs> well, we've definitely given these ladies a lot of love. But, man, there's two other ladies that are going at it at WrestleMania that we have to talk about. I love it when the ladies go at it. We have got Alexa Bliss duking it out with Nia Jax, man. Now, Nia Jax is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, Alexa Bliss is growing on me. You know, I don't like her technical work too much, um, but I do love her character. I think her character is really good. It's solid. She's kind of this, you know, bubblegum sort of chick out there, you know, but kind of a the badassy one. She's almost like the... the the really hot preppy girl at school. It's kind of a bitch, but that—that's where I think yeah. they kind of lean on it. Like yeah. they, she's kind of almost like a. But you like a, her, anyways. a high school bad girl yeah. kind of deal, you know. And the thing, you know, with, with this leading up is that these two have been kind of like buddies. Yeah, but you know? it's like Nia Jack seems like that girl in the band that nobody liked. She's <laughs> kind of just mean and crappy to people all the time because everyone's like, "You're ugly and mean," and of course. Now she's going to be kind of mean because people like are mean to her because that's the way kids are. And then the preppy girl's like, we can be friends and everything's kind of cool and you just have to carry my stuff. Yeah. But then the closer Nia Jax gets to her, the more she sees that you know, Alexa's getting all the attention and everything like that. And then she's like, sp- starts to spite her and hate her. Well, I guess somebody was like, <laughs> why are you friends with Alexa? And she's like, well, she's, she, you know, she's always been there for me. And then they showed a video of like, 
the girl that was you know revealing this video yeah. talking to Alexa, and she's like, "Why do you hang out with Nia Jax?" She's like, oh, "Same thing." She's like, oh, "I just make her carry all my stuff." She's so stupid. Like so, it, it really <laughs> it was, was totally that dude. It was Nailed totally. It. it was like a high school drama that kind of went down. Nailed it. Now here's the question for you. I know okay. we've been saying predictions, right? Yeah. All I'm going to say is, what's going to be left of Alexa Bliss when this is all done? <laughs> I don't know, but I think my Amazon machine in the other room is going crazy because we keep saying Alexa like that every <laughs> time. <laughs> but um, so, man, yeah, I think Nia Jax is going to roll yeah, over this chick. Yeah. I don't even know how she's the women's champ. Oh, Alexa? Yeah. yeah. I think with the help of Nia Jax, I think <laughs> she would come out and kind of rough people cheat, up. Cheat for her, man. Yeah, so I, I think yeah, I think we're both kind of unanimous. Yeah. Nia Jax is taking I, yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think she's going to win. But here's the thing. Will Alexa Bliss, I think she'll have something up her sleeve to level this playing field a little bit, and we're going to get an earnest match because this could just be a beatdown, sure. but I don't think it's going to be. I think Alexa Bliss is that sort of kind of devious – scream queen sort of girl that's going to have someone in the wings waiting to help her out or some tactic that she's going to pull out. She's going to have some Tanya Harding scenario. It could and, uh, be. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, maybe there's something before the match. Mm-hmm. You know, Naya's laid out, oh, someone attacked me. The fast person <laughs> attacked me with a crowbar. <laughs> no, you're right. It's, it's, it'll yeah. probably be something, man. There needs to be some sort of a balance. So, yeah. yeah. But we'll see what happens, man. But either, either way, I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be a great, super good match. Like I said, I like both these women. I th- I think Nia Jax, man, when she, when, she, when she was in the Rumble, she oh, was yeah. great. Yeah, that was I awesome. The, the women's Rumble. Rumble. That was so. even better than the men's role. Yeah. yeah, it honestly was. It totally was. <laughs> so now we've gotten to that moment of the night that everybody's been waiting for. So let's bring it up, man. Who are we talking about You want to see it? Let's do it. The dream match, man. Well, it definitely is, man. And the fighting, at least to this moment, like we, you know, we know Raw is going on like while we do our show, mm-hmm. but this match hasn't been officially announced yet. Yeah. If you guys know that or you've, you know, it's been announced, throw it in the comments. But yeah, this is kind of a big mystery for the last couple of weeks. You know, John Cena has been calling out the Undertaker. He fought Kane, mm-hmm. you know, and said, "Oh, where, where is he?" He's like doing the. You know, uh, you know, doing like <laughs> taunting them and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, there's just been no answer. So if this is going to happen, it's going to get answered tonight. And this is going to get on the card for next Sunday. I, I would love to see it. I, I think with all the work John Cena is doing, I think it's going to happen. I, th- I think Taker will show up. I think Taker will win. I think he'll win. Well, that's cool, man. You know, and I, you know, Taker's lost twice at WrestleMania. Yeah. He's got 23 wins under him. Yeah. I have a feeling that Undertaker will retire with 25 wins. Yeah, I think he wants the 25. I'm with you. Yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. So if it's not, you know, he might get more losses. We don't, but if it's this might be one of his wins. And really, John Cena's not getting any younger either. So yeah. this is probably the last time they have the opportunity yeah. to do it. I kind of wish they would have been able to work the whole Sting era, you know, angle and gotten mm-hmm. Undertaker versus Sting. But this is yeah. good too. These guys haven't fought in like. 12 years <laughs> together wow. so i think it's gonna be what, what's great, great too is like cena's got nothing to prove at this point you know sure. i mean he's he's been to the puppet show he's seen the strings man and and he's done it all and i think that this would really be kind of a you know a dream match for the audience as much as these two guys i think they would just have a lot of fun being a, a set of legends going out there being legendary yeah you know so that because uh, I mean, look at everything else on the card. This is the legendary match. I mean, sure, sure. Now, the only thing that kind of racks up with that is, is the Undertaker healthy enough 
to actually put on a good match. Now, we saw him at the Raw 25 special. Took a little while to get in the ring, but that could, you know, this is a yeah. an expert showman. Yes. You know, like that's what the WWE universe wants you guys to think that mm-hmm. the Undertaker is so injured. He can't, I mean, they, they, yeah, I see it all the time. Don't do a taker. Let's see, because that's what Cena said. He goes, if Undertaker <laughs> doesn't answer my call, I'm just going to go to WrestleMania as a fan and sit in the audience. I'm not going to wrestle nice. anybody else. So if you were like, just be a C or just be a fan, John, like leave Taker alone. <laughs> no, that's not like, that's WWE playing you guys, man, which is great. We're happy that 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 you know yeah. you still live in that. Like this guy, I mean, yeah, I know he's like fifty-two years old. He had numerous back surgeries. He would not be getting in there if he didn't want to do what yeah. he's doing. And I mean, you know, shit. Look at Ric Flair, man. I know he's retired, but he yeah. still gets in there every once in a while, takes a bump or two. So. No doubt, man. Yeah. And, and it's the kind of thing like. Do I think that they'll totally run with that and Cena will be sitting front row for half the match until, boom, the place just goes black and Taker comes out? Yeah, that's how I think it's going to go down. <laughs> they may, but I have a feeling they want to get a little bit of those last-minute WWE Network subscription orders in. <laughs> Dude, the, the ticket sales on this thing already are just blowing through the roof. Man. That's true. You might be right, so, man. They might just we'll keep see. it in keep it in store, and it might be that last thing. You yeah. think it's ready to go off the air, and then Cena gets in there to do his little thing, and then, yeah. <laughs> 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 so we'll see what happens, man. But let me ask you this, the question among questions, dude. Favorite Undertaker match of all time? Oh, man. I would have to say, I know we talked about it way early at the beginning of the show, man. Talked about WrestleMania 28, and this might be just because I was there to see it, but it was Undertaker versus Triple H with Shawn Michaels as a special referee <laughs> in a Hell in a Cell. I mean, That's so dope, man. You want to talk about a dream match? Yeah. You know, like, of course, you know, even though this was just a mere six years ago, mm-hmm. these guys is physique. I mean, for one, look at Triple H. He still had long hair. Yeah. The Undertaker <laughs> shaved off his head for this match. Shawn Michaels still looks like he could yeah. get in there and do stuff. But, man, what a great match. You know, they didn't climb to the top or do any crazy stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, man, when these guys hit each other with weapons, like, hey, we're not going to sit here. We, we know it's, you know it's a stage thing. With, 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 they know the outcomes. But, man, I think these two dudes were like, dude, we only wrestle one night a year. <laughs> Let's really give them a let's show. Just, let's just wail on each other. Exactly. I mean, when you see, you could see the marks on Triple H's back. I mean, Undertaker wears yeah. all that gothic stuff. So you, a, but, that no way to fake taking a chair to the back. I mean, that's just going to happen. You know? you know it, man. But it was just such an awesome match. Um, Triple H hit a pedigree on him. Taker kicked out. Nice. Shawn Michaels, because he's friends with Triple H, gave him the sweet chin music. And then Triple H gave him the pedigree. Tried to pin him, still kicked out. I think he did like two or three tombstones to him. Finally got oh, the win man. over Triple H. But one of the coolest things is after the match, all three of these dudes are kind of like walking arm in arm up to the main stage area. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, they kind of just did like, like not a bow, but, you know, they kind of just did their like nod to the crowd. Like, yeah, we did that for you guys. And that was Undertaker's 20th win. That's awesome. And that's why it was so important. It, was, it made him 20-0. and 0. And I was like, yeah. that guy could just retire now. But then, yeah. as you can see, he still wants to get in there and do what he loves. Oh, you know it, man. Taker's just such such a legend. I mean, such a legend. Man. So if we're talking about Undertaker matches, man. Why don't you tell them about what your favorite is? I know. I felt bad. You sent me this, and I totally disregarded the favorite Undertaker WrestleMania match, (laughs) and I went straight with my favorite all-time Undertaker match ever. That's actually the 1998 
King of the Ring match, Hell in the Cell with Mankind. Hey, man, re- th- I think we said it earlier. This may have not have been a WrestleMania match, but it should have been. This felt like a WrestleMania match. Hell yeah, dude, because this was spectacle beyond spectacle. We're talking Mick Foley walked out of there with a dislocated jaw, missing teeth. He, he dislocated his shoulder. He fell through the entire cage, which <laughs> to this day they say was not supposed to happen. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, he went over the top of the cage into the Spanish announce table and laid there for several minutes while JR actually said, good God, good God, he's dead. They finally <laughs> done it. They killed him. You know. Then he falls through the ring or, th- or through the cage into the ring uh, to which the king's like, well, he's dead now. If he yeah. wasn't before, he's dead now. Even Terry Funk came out. He was the first person to yep. come out and check on mankind. And he was... He says in his memoirs that he's like, I, wa- I was watching the video backstage like, that that guy's dead. <laughs> if you guys want to, if you have the WWE Network, go and watch this match. But just pay close attention to like Vince McMahon's face when, <laughs> when he comes out. Because you can tell he is, he's freaking pissed off. <laughs> like oh, He is man. like, what is this guy doing? Yeah, and <laughs> like the, the, the drop from the top of the cage that they, they estimate is about 16 feet. Mm-hmm. Right? Huge, dude. Oh, hell yeah. 22 feet if you count the angle of descent that he fell from the top of the cage into the Spanish announce table, right? And when when he falls through the center of the ring later, uh-huh. uh, there's actually a chair up there that they're hitting him with, and the chair falls, right? And I, I read this earlier today because I was reading up on some of the notes of this match. Mm-hmm. The chair is what fell and dislocated his jaw. And also bashed the tooth into his into his, uh, into nose. his nose. Oh yeah, man! The the final photo is him walking out of the arena. The final shot you get of McFoley is him smiling at the camera. And in his own memoirs, to have a nice day book, he's talking about how he's trying to see if he can stick his tongue through the hole in his in uh, his, t- his lips. Oh. You know, so that's why it looks like he's smiling. He's doing this number. <laughs> but he has a tooth that's sticking out of his nose, and you can see it in the camera. And it's just, yeah. I mean, you want to talk about pushing it to the limit. Uh, Mick Foley absolutely says that he's like, no, dude, The Undertaker was like, I'm not tossing you off this cage. I'm not doing it. You know, and Foley's like, I know that was like 60% me. <laughs> you know? Yep, because yeah, he says, all right, well, just give me a good punch then. Yeah. And he comes in and he goes flying off the end. So, yeah, dude, what, a, what a time. But such a great match. I mean, considering this was the thing that Undertaker envisioned and built, yep. and it's all built around him. And he dominated this thing. I mean, oh, he yeah. choke slams Foley through the cage. You know that that uh, it was uh, it was supposed to break in some respect, but not completely break. Yeah, and the guy have go through. through yeah. yeah, you know, so that choke slam so unforgiving. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? How you you know even if the, it's padded, like yeah. that shit's gonna hurt. Yeah, well, they, they talk about how that being the old style of ring that they used in yeah. the late nineties versus the more uh, softer ring that they use today. Uh, they believe helped McFoley in the sense that like a harder ring kind of stopped his momentum immediately and they were afraid that a continue of his momentum would have really just shook his noodle. Oh my you know? gosh. But e- either way, um, Undertaker maintaining his kayfabe the entire time that uh, is, is something he cites as yes. kind of just the one thing in his his mind that he's like, I have to keep doing, you know, like 
this guy's killing himself to make me look like a badass. I need to be the taker, you know, and and just such a great match. And dude, like we were saying, back in the nineties, man, kayfabe was really strong, man. Yes. Like they wouldn't, you know. I mean, I know it's not like today where people can just get Instagram photos and stuff, but like you didn't see a lot of photos of like Mark Holloway, who is the Undertaker, out just doing stuff. Yeah, you know, like he he maintained that persona when he was mm-hmm. out. I mean, I know he wasn't like riding away in a hearse and stuff, but yeah, you know, he was, he was a big <laughs> dude with a lot of tattoos that you did not want to mess with. And the thing is, I have to give him some respect. You know, I know I don't want to take away from Undertaker because we're talking about him. But, you know, lately, you know, what Matt Hardy's doing where he's not breaking his character even when he's talking to, like, yeah. TMZ, like, that has a, that shows a lot of heart to where, you know, we're trying to go back to that where it's like, hey, we all know this is fun. We know it's entertainment. But, hey, the stuff that these guys put into it, you know, yeah. like you said, that just that amount of heart is, is really cool. Who Who were the two guys? I think they were with Hogan that they literally got arrested because they wouldn't break character. Remember the tag team? I think they were just, they were Samoans, right? Yeah, the Wild Samoans. Yeah, 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 yeah. those yeah, dudes yeah, yeah. are crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, they pretended they still didn't know English. Yeah, yeah and refused yeah. to speak to the yep. police, and they yeah. got arrested because they wouldn't break their kayfabe after they left the event. <laughs> yeah, know? that's that's pretty heavy duty, man. It yeah, is, it's, man, it, but... it, and it's it's just awesome, man. It just shows how much these guys care about the business, and definitely if it does turn out that the Undertaker comes and wrestles, and this is his last match, you know, versus Cena. Hey, man, thank you, Undertaker, man. Like, you know, you just years and years of awesome matches. Like you said. Love right there. Oh, you know it, man. You gotta, you gotta give them the love, man. I know. For all the guys back there working on the WWE stuff, man, you guys are all fantastic. You know, we may have our favorites, we may have the people we like best, but everybody on this card, man, is just a sensational athlete. You're a gifted performer, man. Our hats off to each and every one of you because we see these live events. We've both wrestled in the past, both collegiately and even some pro wrestler training, and you guys are phenomenal. You know? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, thanks. To, like you said, thanks to everyone for all the stuff that they do. And we can't wait to watch the, you know, the, 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 well, they, I mean, they have like a name for it. They got the state, the stage of stages, or, <laughs> yeah, you know, they have all, you know, the, the, the house, you know, that, you know, the uh, WrestleMania. I mean, it's just, you know, <laughs> like, you know, there's no other word that you need to use to describe. Well, do you want to run through some of these rumors real quick? Well, yeah, these were a little kinda, late, but we might as well. Yeah, you know? these are kind of just fun stuff. Uh, yeah. And some of these, like, as as it kind of the week has progressed a little bit, I think there is even some truth to some of these. But okay. we're going to keep them on the yeah. rumor slash kind of like a little extended podunk news here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll blast through them real quick. Yeah. John Cena has been cited to play Duke Nukem in an upcoming film. That sounds pretty awesome. I'd love to see a Duke Nukem film. I'm a little worried about Cena being doing comedy, but I've seen him do a little bit of comedy, and he's pretty good. Well, he has so. this new movie called like The Breakers or something like that, where I guess okay. he plays like a dad, and they him him and his wife find out that the uh, yes yeah that yeah. the daughters are like trying to go have sex or something. Yes. So I think this might be a little bit of an introduction to possibly playing a more risque kind yeah, of like comedic yeah. role and yeah. stuff so no that sounds good but just like the rock man you know he can kind of who knows maybe now yeah. he'll leave wrestling and just be a movie guy i know he was in a couple no, that's, of movies back that's very true because cena always had a kind of comparable presence to the rock so i think you're absolutely right on that front but what else we got man let's blast through him oh man we got that uh <laughs> apparently vince mcmahon canceled an elias who's another current pro wrestler and the rock Huh. That they were going to have a rock concert okay. <laughs> during WrestleMania 24. Elias has this ongoing theme that he 
comes out and plays his guitar and he kind of sings about his match and people really enjoy it. Like, you know, like he fought Braun Strowman and Braun Strowman came out with like a giant, like, uh, like bass, like okay. a stand up bass. He like beat him with it. So it's like as goofy as we think it is when we see it at like WrestleMania mm-hmm. or I mean at Royal Rumble, like people really, he does this every week. So they yeah. really gotten used to his character doing it. So I guess they were going to have him come out and then the rock was going to come out with a guitar <laughs> and they were kind of going to kind of yeah. get into a little party ending up with the rock beating the crap out of Elias. <laughs> but due to the rocks extensive schedule, the likelihood of this happening at WrestleMania is very slim, but who knows? We'll have to see. Sounds pretty awesome, man. Well, we got one little tidbit about the Hall of Fame, man. What's going on over there? Oh, man. You know, it says that the road dog, Jesse James, you know. Nice. He's going to induct Jeff Jarrett into the Hall of Fame. Awesome, man. Yeah, I know we saw some discussion about that. I think the legendary don't piss me off shirt is qualifications (laughs) enough, plus the fact that he's pretty much like uh, – El Cabong, you know, running around bashing people with a guitar, talking you know about it. music stuff, man. Well, so I, I'm, a, I'm a Jeff Jarrett fan. I wouldn't say I'm a super fan, but I, I always liked him. Well, you know, definitely, you know, the highest title he's ever won was the Intercontinental title, yeah. so another famous Intercontinental champion. But a real funny thing with the whole Road Dog story, mm-hmm. when Jesse James, you know, Jesse James is part of uh, the Armstrong family, Bullet Bob Armstrong and a lot of these other, you know, okay. like he's part of a big family of wrestlers. Well, when he he was actually he served in um, uh, Operation Desert Storm. Nice. So when he came back, you know, he was like, I'd like to get into the family business. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, they have WWE. You know, he went to training. Eventually, WWE picked him up. Well, they give him a spot as Jeff Jarrett's uh, not manager, but like his little lackey, and okay. they called him the Roadie. Okay, you know. And Jeff Jarrett supposedly like put all this time and effort into like singing his theme song. It was like like with my baby tonight or something like that. <laughs> well, it ended up getting revealed later that the roadie actually sung the song, and Jeff Jarrett was like Milli Vanilli like lip singing it. <laughs> nice. So they started this big, um, you know, this like feud. a rivalry. Over yeah, it? yeah, between the roadie and Jeff Jarrett, and that was actually like Jeff Jarrett's like final like WWE kind of standoff, okay. and then. Uh, the roadie ended up to go with Rockabilly Billy Gunn, and they formed like a little <laughs> tag team with the Honky Tonk Man. Nice. And eventually, they got tired of his crap. You know, hit him with a guitar, and then they created the New Age Outlaws. So, it's a awesome, little history man. there for you guys on why would the Road Dog induct <laughs> Jeff Jarrett? But he really was kind of like a platform for him. Yeah. To what he eventually became. Well, that's awesome, man. And they always have such great connections over the inductee and the presenter at the yes. Hall of Fame ceremony. It's really something fun to watch. If you grab the WWE Network just for the WrestleMania event, look into adding on the Hall of Fame inductee ceremony. Oh, man. Yeah. It's super fun. It's super nice. I believe it's the night before, right? You know, I think I, I'd have to double check, but I think it's Friday night. Okay. Because now they're doing a big, like, um, NXT event on okay. Saturday. Okay. So I think it's Hall of Fame. Friday night, NXT Saturday, and then WrestleMania on Sunday. So oh, Very cool, man. Well, I think that's going to wrap up about all of our wrestling news for the week here, oh, man. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for joining us. It was super fun. We had a great time. We'll give you a little bit of taste of what we got going on next week, man. We're, we're, we're celebrating Friday the 13th because next Friday, the one after this week, is going to be Friday the 13th, man. We're super stoked about it. We've got... Uh, our, 
our boss, you know, uh, Justin McPatch is the owner of Podunk Radio. He's going to come in the studio with us and rap about us about some horror stuff, some Friday the 13th, what's going on over down at the Movies of Lake Worth where they're presenting oh, yeah. um, Friday the 13th in 3D, old school uh, blue and red 3D, man. So that'll be super fun. We're also going to try to do some live gameplay, and we're going to jump in to... Friday the 13th, the game, and actually play it live here on Facebook Live with you guys. So, should be a lot of fun, probably plagued with technical difficulties, might be really wild. So, come <laughs> and check it out. It'll be super great, probably full of a lot of cursing and weird karma from <laughs> Patches. He likes to come on here. It may be the power hour of hate. It may he, be. He I know he, dog was, stuff. <laughs> he was pretty excited when he saw that post. <laughs> now, uh, I was going to say, man, if the uh, if the new Friday the 13th game doesn't really pan out. Maybe we'll have to get McPatches on that old school. Yeah. We'll play that <laughs> NES version one. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Classic. Well, we can't wait for that next week, man. And once, like we said, thank you guys for joining us tonight. It's been a real blast. No doubt. Have fun at WrestleMania, and we will catch you guys next week. Yeah. Thank you.